Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. I am here live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. James, in the comfortable confines of Denver, Colorado, we come to you each and every weekend here with nothing but NFL football talk. They are currently at halftime for the Sunday night affair in Santa Clara between the San Francisco 49ers and the Indianapolis Colts. Colts currently leading at the break. 13 to 12. The uh, line for the entire game here is San Francisco minus one and a half. Your uh, entire game total in the live market is 44 and a half. What you'll see just for halftime is San Francisco favored by two, and your second half total, the second half total alone, is just 20 points, and it's juiced to the under. I'm seeing minus 130 on under 20 points for the second half. James, did you get? Did you go back to the well with this one, going under in the second half as well? No, I'm good where I'm at. I think I, I'm going to have to sweat this one out. And we were talking about that. We knew it was gonna, the weather's only going to get worse, and the rains are going to get heavier in the second half. And what was it going to look like? We know we're going to see some balls put on the ground. Both quarterbacks have fumbled the center exchange. Now they've both been able to recover their own fumble on their center exchange. And that last touchdown that came out of the Colts was on a short field because it was Debo Samuel trying to fight for extra yardage. Number one, he's got the football in his wrong hand. It should always be in your sideline hand, so you have your body protect and you have your shoulders and your body to protect anybody coming across to try to punch the ball out and then at this point here you've got to recognize the weather and the situation you're not going to be able to run it for 80 yards trying to break five tackles in this weather catch the ball know where you're at go ahead put two hands on the football go down put the football in the correct hand to the sideline side but gave the Colts a short field right there and then we had another pass interference that put the ball at the one yard line so advantage for the Colts being able to get that fumble inside the 30-yard line for San Francisco. Those are the kind of things that I've got to try to avoid in this second half, Brady. We know there's going to be some more balls on the ground because of the weather conditions. Again, I'm just hopeful that it's when they're driving in their opponent's territory as opposed to their own. But, yeah, I'm sticking with where I'm at right now. And for my, my smaller play with Jonathan Taylor to go over his 15-and-a-half rushing attempts so far, he had 11 carries in that first half for 74 yards. Hopefully the Colts get back to running the football. And same thing with the San Francisco 49ers. Had great success in the first quarter but really got away from it in those last couple drives, running the football with Elijah Mitchell. 
Well, well over halfway there with 11 on Jonathan Taylor. You've got over 15 and a half carries, so that looks pretty good. I would imagine he would get six more totes, or five more totes, rather, in the second half to put you into the win column with that bet. Uh, James, we were going over our best bets in the last segment, and I wanted to just carry on a little bit here now while we have a minute, and I want to ask you if there's anything you've seen in Week 7 that you can apply to your handicap in Week 8. Is, is there maybe a team I mean you look at the New York Jets the Houston Texans is there a team maybe that you identified that's at an absolute bet against right now as you head into week eight or is there maybe a situation on the schedule that you have circled before we head into week eight I haven't scheduled anything on this uh, circled anything on the schedule Brady but as far as some teams to either just completely stay away from or bet against make mine the Carolina Panthers right now as one of them. And I had bet in the fact that I had bet the team total under for the New York Giants in this game. It was sitting at 20 and a half, and they were able to take advantage of uh, the fact that Carolina couldn't score. I mean, that game was almost five, what was it, five to three at halftime. No offense either side. The Giants weren't doing anything either, but the fact that Carolina was just so inept offensively gave the short field, especially at the end of the game where there was just a handful of minutes, and they basically went for it deep in their own territory on fourth down. That was what gave the, 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 the lone touchdown in that second half for the Giants to take creep it up over that total was because the Carolina Panthers offensively are a complete wreck right now. You saw Sam Darnold have to go back into MetLife. No confidence going back in there and really he's lost his confidence the last few weeks. I know Christian McCaffrey not being there that's hard, that, that's definitely an impact for that offense but he doesn't make all the plays out there. Sam Darnold was making other plays with them but now there's no identity with this team. There's no leadership on that team. It's a very young team. You alluded to that earlier in the program. Brady where you know the the leadership steps up if you have some veterans on either side of the football and then leadership from a coaching standpoint but these are college football coaches rolling into the NFL these aren't long-standing NFL guys that getting their shot as now maybe a longtime coordinator and assistant coach but they've been around and coached in locker rooms they've been around professional athletes these are college coaches having to step in who's listening right now to these guys this is uh, to me of all these teams there's plenty of teams we could choose from Brady that say this is this team's at a bad spot but I think for Carolina, there was optimism for the Panthers coming into the season based on kind of how they started out. No expectations last year. Youngest defense in the league were the Carolina Panthers. Be able to, They competed for most of the season, won some games. They probably shouldn't have won last year. And I think there was some optimism and some expectation for the Carolina Panthers coming into the season. Well, definitely not after these last four weeks. And then they end up benching. Sam Darnold, where's his head going in to the rest of this season going forward? This is going to be a mess of a season, and it's really a train wreck right now at the Carolina Panthers. It's a complete stay away or a bet against that's the team that comes to mind first. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, I, I would certainly probably rather bet on the Houston Texans at this point. I'm not sure about the New York Jets. Uh, we obviously have to know the status of the health of Zach Wilson. Uh, the, the Detroit Lions are fine. That team puts up effort week in and week out. But, yeah, Carolina, there's not a whole lot of direction. They're young. Obviously, they're still missing McCaffrey. Darnold, it doesn't look like that project is working out. Um, I did bet on them last week in a teaser and was a little bit lucky to cover that against the Minnesota Vikings. But I'm with you. It, that, that is a stay away for me right now. I tell you one game I would be looking at betting on in week eight would be the New England Patriots traveling to visit the Los Angeles Chargers. And I don't know what the line is. That's always going to be the great equalizer. You know, is it going to be too much delay? Obviously, the Chargers are going to be favored in that game. But that's a pretty huge spot for a much different Los Angeles Chargers team than the one that lost to the Patriots last year, 45 to nothing. We've talked about the tough schedule, the tough games that the Patriots have had as of late, losing to Tampa Bay, the big spotlight games, losing to the Dallas Cowboys, and then they go out and throttle the Jets today. So maybe we get a little bit better number with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Maybe, it, maybe they're a little bit lower of a favorite than they should be because of that big effort by the New England Patriots. And, and obviously they're going to have some revenge on their mind they're losing 45 to nothing absolutely embarrassed in 2020 by new england the other one i would look at james is in week nine 
and, and you mentioned it earlier in the program that this buy could be perfect for the Baltimore Ravens. Off of a loss, they're beat up everywhere. Uh, they are getting healthier, but still, they, they are missing some key parts uh, on that defense and on that offensive line. Ronnie Stanley now out for the season. That's not going to change when they come out of their bye week. But when they do come out of their bye week in week nine, I think that team will be healthier and completely refocused. They could be a bet on team. I don't know who they're playing, but I'm going in blind and looking at the Ravens in week nine. <laughs> Well, I'll look ahead here. They are they are going to be play host to the Minnesota Vikings in okay. Week Nine, and thinking about I think where Minnesota's the Vikings are. coming off of a bye. No, no, Minnesota's on a bye this week. Okay. No, they're going to be they play Dallas Sunday Night Football next week. Vikings hosting the Dallas Cowboys, so big NFC matchup there, and then non-conference going forward for the Vikings going on the road. So we'll see how you know that's going to be a, a tough game for that Minnesota defense thinking about how Dallas has played offensively early in the season, throwing the football over the place, a lot more balanced the last handful of weeks. More, They've averaged 200 yards rushing since that first week one opener in Tampa Bay. They're getting back to their identity as well. They've gotten their offensive line back healthy for the most part, too, that we've, we're used to seeing there in Dallas. But having some great balance, and I think Dallas, there with Kellen Moore calling the shots, this is a team that's, that's finding their way and, and getting themselves a rhythm here. So Tough Sunday night game for Minnesota. They're going to be hosted. Then you're going to go on the road and play at Baltimore. I'm kind of with you there, too. Thinking about Baltimore, you know the defensive fronts that they're going to bring. They're going to have this week to, to get healthy, but really just really recharge themselves. Those first six games prior to the game, today's loss against Cincinnati, just wild, fun, competitive games, physical games, very emotional games, too. Thinking about the way that they were winning some of those games, close games, big, a lot of, and a lot of primetime games. Sunday night football, Monday night football. They've been, I feel like they've been on TV every, every big primetime game. It, it feels like the Ravens are at one way, shape, or form a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Sunday, or a Monday. We're seeing them now. They get a recharge. I'm kind of with you there too. That'll be an interesting line to see. But I like the Ravens in that spot, especially with that offensive line. It's not a good offensive line there in Minnesota. They can get after the quarterback, and anytime you get after a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, you'll get yourself a turnover or two. After we uh, sign off here on the Pro Football Blitz, Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans will step in with the opening line show, and that's really the beginning of your handicap for the coming week. And then on Monday morning, the classic show with Gil Alexander and Chrissy Andrews guessing lines. So a couple of shows here in the next 24 hours to get you started on Week 8. What is your initial thought on that Sunday night football game, James? Both the Minnesota Vikings and the Dallas Cowboys took a bye this week, so if you're trying to handicap, you know, who's coming off of a bye, you know, this and that and the other, it's kind of equal. They both had a bye this week, but Dallas was obviously a, a steam train running uh, going into their bye week. So maybe it does interrupt a little bit of their momentum. Yeah, maybe a little bit of their momentum, but they needed to get healthier on the offensive line. I think they had a couple injuries in their secondary too. So definitely got to check the, the injury and the practice reports coming out for both of those teams. Thinking about where Minnesota is, yeah, with Dalvin Cook, he needs to get healthier. I think for him, he's been suffering through that ankle injury for the last few weeks, so I think it's a perfect time for Dalvin Cook to get his bye. I think both teams want to try to run the football, and Dallas has been doing a tremendous job of committing to running to the football. I don't know if Minnesota is going to do quite the same thing if they fall behind in that matchup. Will they still stick to their game plan and stick with the running game here? Yeah, not knowing what that line is, but thinking how Dallas has been the more complete team. And right now, the Dallas is just a faster team. They just look like they're a quicker, younger, healthier team on both sides of the football, as opposed to the Minnesota Vikings, who can tend to get a little conservative and coach Zim there. And, and not that I'm looking at the coaching staff on the other side for Dallas trying to <laughs> handicap it from that standpoint. I just like the balance that we've seen out of the Cowboys since that opening game in Tampa Bay. You talk about Dalvin Cook being banged up for the last couple of years, or a couple of weeks. How about the last couple of years? This poor guy, I, I love watching him run, but he does have some injury issues. We'll come back with more in just a moment on the Pro Football Blitz. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. Pro Football Blitz indeed on a Sunday night keeping tabs on the Indianapolis Colts and the San Francisco 49ers currently Indianapolis with the ball they're going to go for it on fourth and four here nine minutes left in the third quarter they have a one point lead over San Francisco at 13 to 12 the 49ers remain a one and a half point favorite in the live market and James just what you were hoping for the live total has now dipped under 43 and a half the ticket you have in hand the live total at 40 one and a half and uh, looks like maybe that was just a, a head fake there by Frank Reich and the Colts they're not going to go for it on fourth down trying to draw the 49ers offside uh, the flag is thrown for delay a game and it looks like they will bring out the punter there in San Francisco good ball game 13 to 12 very sloppy with the weather but uh, tightly contested obviously at 13 to 12 in favor of the Colts again about nine minutes left to go in the third quarter James let's talk about a couple of games that we saw on the afternoon schedule on Sunday in week seven we'll start down in Tampa Florida where the Buccaneers hosted the Bears and I did definitely see some people that were thinking this could be maybe too high a number that Tampa Bay was laying to Chicago you and I talked about this game of course previewed it on the pro football blitz on Saturday and I stayed away from this game in the end because I just felt there were too many injuries for the Chicago Bears we know they're depleted in the backfield in the offensive backfield with lack of running backs and that's really playing into the strength of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are great against the run so if Chicago was not going to be able to run the ball not only against a very good defense but but no real players to run the ball then on defense you had Robert Quinn and Akeem Hicks off of that defensive line as well Khalil Mack a little banged up and we know Tampa Bay was banged up in the secondary but it didn't seem to matter Chicago could not muster any offense they closed as 12 point favorites uh, did Tampa Bay the total at 47 and they really walked away with this one from start to finish this was the this was the game. It was over at halftime. It was thirty five to three at the half, and it was over after the first quarter. Really, I mean, Justin Fields completely overwhelmed. And when we did talk about this, I didn't play the game either. This is just all my survivor plays. All my survivor picks were on the Tampa Bay Bucks in this game, and just felt like you think about it from Justin Fields' perspective. You're going to go now on the road. You're fa- facing the, the the defending champions who had extra time to prepare because they came off the Thursday win at Philadelphia. So ten days 
guys off ready for this game. And then this was the game, we remember this game on Thursday night last year where it was really a poor performance out of the Tampa Bay Bucks. They lost that game in Chicago. It was a really physical, feisty game. That was the game where, I don't know if Brady forgot to count to four and how many downs there are in the game. <laughs> that was a classic. He wanted to redeem himself. And I think and I think for somebody like Tom Brady, he's constantly looking for what can I find as a competitive edge for me. And then the team will follow me. And he definitely wanted to redeem himself from that poor performance. And I think the whole team did. That was the game where Vita Vea was lost uh, for most of the season, too. He was injured in that game. So I think there was plenty of motivation there for the Tampa Bay Bucks to right themselves from that poor performance last year. And how is Justin Fields going to be able to, to step onto the field and compete with that? Everything going against you there with this team, young rookie quarterback, and I think we've seen that with these rookie quarterbacks outside of outside of Mac Jones, who looks very polished, but he's also in a very advantageous situation with the New England Patriots team with plenty of veterans, a, a veteran staff that we know there with Belichick and company. And where where are we going with the Chicago team? I mean, it's just they've you wanted Justin Fields, you wanted him to start the season, didn't start the season, but Andy Dalton got hurt. He's had his opportunities to get out there and really just looks overwhelmed, overmatched. And Todd Bowles was going to bring plenty of pressure and different fronts and different looks at him. And that's exactly what they did, and that's why it was just a one way street in that first half. Thirty-five to three was where the game was ending, and uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think from this standpoint here. I don't know. When are we going to start to see? Are we going to start to see any improvement from some of these rookie quarterbacks in their situations? They're all in tough situations, but I think at least with the Bears, you're expecting them to be a little bit better based on there's some more veterans on that team, especially the defense can kind of keep you hanging around, but can the defense continue week in and week out to carry this team because the offense is not putting points on the board? Here's another team, Brady, we've talked about where when did we start to see that divide between these units in these locker rooms where the defense is feeling like or the offense, depending on the team feeling like why are we we got it we're carrying all the way here you guys got to pick it up some too but i just don't think the bears are going to be able to do anything offensively going forward it's not a good offensive line and with david montgomery being out of there once he maybe when he comes back that'll help the situation and get a little more balance running the football but until he comes back i don't know how chicago we saw it today three points on the board that's pretty much the expectation going forward maybe until montgomery gets back on the field James, obviously the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have looked very impressive. They've won four in a row. Now, we should also mention Tom Brady, the first quarterback in NFL history to hit 600 touchdown passes, did that today against the Chicago Bears. They've won four in a row ever since losing to the Rams uh, five weeks ago. They are at 6-1 and one on the season. If we look at the NFC, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers certainly rolling, as are, of course, the Arizona Cardinals at 7-0. and oh. The Los Angeles Rams get another win today. They are at 6 and one they're only lost to those Arizona Cardinals and then you've also got uh, I'm missing one team now oh the Dallas Cowboys you've also got the Dallas Cowboys currently on a bye week at five and one who is your class of the NFC who do you put on top Dallas Tampa Bay the Los Angeles Rams or the Cardinals it's still the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You have the best quarterback in the history of the game who's playing as well as he's ever played in his two decades of being the quarterback in the NFL at Tom Brady. And the fact that, yeah, they've got some struggles in the defensive backfield, but those guys are coming back. They're not all lost for the season. They'll get healthier on that backside. But this is a team that now has had – we had talked about it with Willie Rolfe. He was mentioning that in, in, the opening, in the opening hour of our program where he's talking about, yeah, remember last year because they have a big showdown with the Saints next Next week, this is going to be another one for 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 Tom Brady and this Tampa team to want to check the box as to why we're motivated to play. They got handled in both of those games last year against the Saints, both on the road and at home, and they didn't have that offseason to play. They didn't have preseason games to work through things as an offense. Well, they've had plenty of time to do that, and now they are clicking in all phases. And I know they they were banged up going into this game offensively, but they're having some balance running the football as well with with Fournette, and he's looking strong and hanging on onto the football and not putting the ball on the, on the deck. So I think right now it's got to be Tampa in all phases of the game. Anytime you have, you're playing well defensively up at that front, they'll get healthier again. Offensively, they got a ter- tremendous offensive line. They have the best quarterback, not only in football right now, but that's ever played this game. That's not a team that I'm going to say, yeah, I can find some flaws. There's flaws with every team, but I can find plenty more flaws with these other teams in the NFC as opposed to where Tampa Bay stands right now. That's not a team that I'm going to be betting against. I tell you what, if you're looking into the futures market as well, I would much rather have not only Tom Brady in my pocket, so to speak, uh, but also Bruce Arians as head coach and then Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams. I would, you know, I think... 
you know, we look at a lot of sports. College basketball, head coaches matter a lot. I think they matter a lot in the NFL as well. And my point is here, I'd probably rather have a ticket on Arians and McVay rather than Cliff Kingsbury and certainly not Mike McCarthy. As much as Dallas has been an absolute joy to watch this year and Dak Prescott is just lighting it up. And you talked about, you know, how that team, the team speed that they have and how good they're, how good they are in all facets of the game. But again, at some point during this season, it's going to come down to a decision by McCarthy, and I don't really want that future ticket in my pocket. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I agree with you, too. And I think Dallas, I think that what's going to be interesting is is Dallas is going to be able to just run through that NFC East and really put themselves in an advantageous position where maybe they're not competing for the overall number one seed, but definitely at least a, a home game to start the playoffs and maybe uh, sitting at that two seed, just thinking about their schedule and, and how, how soft that NFC East is. Um, but getting back to, to where we're at on the coaching side, and yeah, with Bruce Arians, and he's also somebody that's not afraid to take a shot and take a gamble. We talked about Dan Dan Campbell, and yeah, you're 0-6 or 0-7 now. Yeah, you you got nothing else to lose. But I still think some of these coaches, and maybe it's McCarthy that gets conservative. Uh, I think for, for the Buccaneers, it, yeah, you can afford to be and take some chances fourth down and, and other situations that you might not normally go with that Arians will take that shot. He is a gambler, as is Todd Bowles when it comes to his defensive side. And then I'm gonna I'm willing to risk any of those bets when you're talking about not only taking a shot and a gamble, but also having Tom Brady to make the throws and to make the plays, and then keeping your team focused each and every week. That's I think the other thing for Brady. He is just such a driven athlete. We really don't haven't really seen too many athletes like him. Forget about whether it's football in any sport that is as driven as he is and as competitive as he is to win, and then the playmaking behind it to do that. Uh, he's just such an inspiration. I think this team is so galvanized right now going forward i can't uh, i'm with you there with the rams but the one thing with the rams is that secondary got younger they paid a lot of high prices for stafford for aaron donald for jalen ramsey they had to make some cuts and they did it in the secondary and we've seen that secondary get get exposed and taken advantage of and i think they see a rematch between tampa and the rams make mine tampa down the road when they meet in the playoffs well you bring up uh tom brady and i thought you brought up a good point a little earlier where he finds you, you talk about when he didn't know it was fourth down or whatever last time against the chicago bears on third Thursday night. He'll find any little thing that he can motivate himself with to kind of create, you know, some sort of sticking point for the current game that he's going into. And it reminds me of the show that we all watched during the quarantine on Michael Jordan, where he would find anything against a competitor or whatever it was. And maybe there's a similarity between those two guys right there, finding any little leg to stand on that's going to motivate them competitively for the next contest. I do see a little bit of a correlation there between those two guys. Maybe the both of the greatest ever to play. We'll be right back with more on the Pro Football Blitz at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting National Championship is coming up November 5th through the 7th, and VSIN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long, including live on-location updates for all the action. Visit vsin.com slash SBNC for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million-dollar top prize. That's vsin.com slash SBNC, the Sports Betting National Championship. A great idea from our friends there at DraftKings. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you inside the Pro Football Blitz and Sunday Night Football. We have uh, another touchdown here. Jimmy Garoppolo on offense for the San Francisco 49ers. He was uh, flustered there in the pocket. They ended up knocking the ball out of his hands. Indianapolis recovered, and Jonathan Taylor scoots into the end zone a few plays later. Indianapolis uh, makes the extra point, and now 20-12. to They lead over San Francisco with about four minutes left in the third quarter up there in Santa Clara. Indianapolis moves to a five-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market. Your total for the entire game at 44 and a half and James uh, I don't know I'm not feeling too good about San Francisco on my money line bet right now we do have a lot of game time left in this contest but I've got to believe you cashed your Jonathan Taylor over 15 and a half carries seems like he's had the ball the entire third quarter 
Yeah, he scored on that last one. That's his 16th carry that he was able to take in the end zone. And think about that drive right there. So, yeah, that one does cash. And thinking about that drive, very similar to what happened on the last touchdown for the Colts. They get a turnover. They got the ball at the 28-yard line the last time right before the half that they scored on and were able to throw the ball towards the end zone, get another pass interference call. I think that's the game plan. Let's just get turnovers, short fields, and then we'll have just Wentz throw it up short because it is it, thrown into a monsoon and, and these winds swirling at 25, 30 miles an hour, whatever that looks like. And these corners, I think now San Francisco has the most PIs in defensive pass interference calls in the league, and that's exactly what happened on this last drive. Another turnover, Jimmy Garoppolo coughs the ball up, short field for the Colts. They go 30-plus yards, most of that on another penalty inside the five-yard line defensive pass interference on another short throw where the 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 receiver has the advantage because they can see the ball and adjust to the ball in flight. And then there we go with the, the, the DBs running into these receivers. It's a common theme in the NFL. Just throw the ball short and something good's going to happen, whether it's a back-shoulder throw for the receiver to make the play or these, these – uh, the, we have the, the zebras with two hands on their flags ready to throw that out there at all times to keep putting points on the board. So right now, sitting on my total, that's what I'm worried about now. Continue to have more turnovers on the wrong side of the field for San Francisco that Indianapolis has been able to cash in these last two drives for touchdowns. A legal man downfield penalty on San Francisco. That stalls the drive a little bit there, and that uh, gets your in-game total ticking down once again to 43.5. We talked about the game before they kicked off earlier on the program James and we felt that this was maybe going to give us a good idea about both of these teams was San Francisco going to come out of their bye week and look like the team we expected them to be preseason or were the Colts going to continue this role that they've been on they've covered three straight games were they going to start turning it around and look like the team that we expected to contend for the division the AFC South and we also felt that the weather may hamper all that and we weren't going to get a real good show uh and being able to study uh, either of these teams and make a lot of conclusions. But right now, San Francisco, I don't think it's all the weather. They, they do look pretty messy in this game, and the Colts look pretty darn good. Well, they take, and again, they've taken advantage of two turnovers on the short end of the field, turned those into touchdowns, thanks to a couple PI calls that put the ball down first and goal inside the five, both times for Indianapolis. But when we were talking about this game prior to it going off, you knew where my positions were with Jonathan Taylor running the football, really dictated by the weather and the fact that you had Quentin Nelson getting back there out on the field, and he is their best run blocker by far. He's the definitely the leader of that offensive line and put some cohesion to that offensive line, just feeling like that's going to be the game plan. And that's what I was trusting in more. So I didn't play the side with the Colts getting the getting the getting the number as a, a short road dog. But because I had the investment I have on the total, but. When you get games like this, you got to be able to handle the football for one, obviously, but you got to be able to run the ball with some consistency. And I think both teams ran the ball early. San Francisco did in the first in the first half, in particular the first quarter. Elijah Mitchell went right down the field. I think he had eight or nine carries the first couple drives and and had eighty plus yards running the football. Uh, but they kind of got away from that. Now it's Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the ball, throwing the ball, and here we are backed up again, second and long, throwing the football more. It's so hard. This ball is just a, it's a big it's a big heavy sponge that they're throwing the that they're throwing around right now and we're seeing it put on the ground but I trusted the Colts offensive line more so than I did the San Francisco offensive line we knew Trent Brown was not going to be playing in this matchup either so here I think this is kind of playing out the way that we were talking about based on the weather I don't know what we can take away from that other than the fact that Indianapolis has had more consistency more consistency running the football through the first three quarters as opposed to just what San Francisco did with the one quarter run the football with Mitchell let's talk about the top dog in the AFC or excuse me in the NFC West and that is the Arizona Cardinals the top dog in the entire NFL really the only unblemished record at 7-0 and are the Arizona Cardinals and boy did we see this line move like crazy on Sunday morning Arizona opened up as a 17 point favorite it ticked up to 18 or 18 and a half in the both the Circa Millions and the Westgate Super Contest in town they were 18 and a half point favorites and then on Sunday morning we saw this get 220 20 points in favor of the Arizona Cardinals and they covered it the Houston Texans it looked like were going to make a little bit of noise early in this game James they got out to a five nothing lead actually a safety and a field goal for the Houston Texans over the Arizona Cardinals but 
you and I talked about it in that first half where they got the roughing the passer penalty. It looked like they were going to possibly force Arizona into a field goal attempt that would have been in the neighborhood of 50 yards right before the end of the first half. They get a roughing the passer penalty on Kyler Murray. They end up with a chip shot field goal. Arizona goes into the break up by 12. And, you know, I mean, that that was and maybe the beginning of the end was before that. But, uh, I mean, the, the Houston Texans only ended up with those five points they scored in the first quarter. That was their entire score for the entire game. 31 to five, your final. Yeah, we'll see more. We'll see more. We'll see the Astros put up more uh, excitement <laughs> on the scoreboard come Tuesday. There's night. a good bet for you, James. Let, let, let's get it. Let's there get a prop is. bet. That's a prop we'll bet. To, who's gonna, a prop are, bet. are the Astros going to score under or over? You know, higher than the Houston Texans <laughs> scored against the uh, Cardinals. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah. Where's <laughs> Jeff Benson? We got to put that out there. Maybe Circo put that up. But thinking about it from the Texans, it was just going to be, and that's why I only did the first half. We saw that with the Texans, where it's been a struggle to score with Dave. Mills. They've been very competitive in the first half because I think most teams, when they have the Houston Texans on their schedule, in a sense, not that we're calling it a bye week, but this is kind of like, uh, let's just get over and get through it week here, and who are we playing the following week? And there was a perfect scheduling spot for the Cardinals to be able to to not show up in that first half, and they definitely didn't show up in the first quarter. Houston was by far the more intense team in that first quarter. They got after Kyler Murray. They had four sacks in the game. Tremendous pressure throughout that first half getting after Kyler Murray. Put some good shots on the young fellow out there, too, uh, including that last sack that turned into a, a throwing the flag on him for you just there's no window to hit quarterbacks anymore they just just put a put the red jersey put flags on him just pull the flags we'll go back to flag football seven on seven don't hit the quarterback but thinking about the the cardinals yeah this was going to be the spot where yeah we're, are we going to be that excited to get out there and play the texans we know we've got a huge game just in a few days a short week hosting aaron Rodgers and the green bay packers and then also thinking about the scheduling spot from where the cardinals were rolling into this game huge game that they went on the road and beat Cleveland. No one was giving them a chance. They're playing that card, having that chip on their shoulder, us against the world mentality, etc., whatever you want to call it, and went in there and dominated the Cleveland Browns from start to finish. The two prior games be that. Division games against San Francisco and the Rams. Two big division games that they pulled out. Now you're playing this card, this Houston team. So I think scheduling, finding that there is important. That's why I only did the first half. But, yeah, the the Texans right now, just until Tyrod Taylor comes back, and it's kind of strange to think that way, right, Brady? Right. Well, when Tyrod Taylor gets back <laughs> in the quarterback position, they're going to be able to make some plays and score some points. But they actually were doing that when Tyrod Taylor was there. They beat Jacksonville. They beat him handily that first, that first game in week one. It was Tyrod Taylor making some plays with his legs and more so the passing game. And then they were very competitive in that first half against Cleveland until he pulled his hamstring and didn't play in that second half. But I think it's just having that veteran presence there. We know that roster's had a complete makeover, and you have a veteran quarterback at least from a Tyrod Taylor standpoint that just gives you a little stability at the quarterback position. So until he gets back right now, yeah, I think I'll bet that prop that the Astros will score more per game than what we're going to see out of the Texans scoring with Davis Mills running the quarterback show for the, for the Houston offense right now. Could be a legit prop. Uh, who will you know win more games? Will the Astros win more games in the World Series or will the Texans score more points in their next matchup with the Los Angeles Rams? Could be another bet-against situation uh, with one powerhouse, the haves and the have-nots indeed. I agree with you, though. I, I thought the Texans came out looking great, and, and it looked like they were going to make some noise. Maybe you can't bet these underdogs in the first half, James. you got to just bet them for the first quarter. That was about all the uh, Texans were able to yeah. muster in their contest against the Arizona Cardinals earlier today. When we come back, we've got one more game to break down, and that is the Falcons and the Dolphins. Very interesting game there in South Florida that the Falcons ended up winning by two points, and that's an interesting final right there, too, for both betters and the books. We'll be back on the Pro Football Blitz in just a moment. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The NBA season may have tipped off, but there's still time to grab your copy of the VSN Pro Basketball Betting Guide. It has strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this NBA season. Get your copy now. It's only $9.99. It's available at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you, keeping an eye on Sunday night football. San Francisco has the ball back on offense, did force Indianapolis to punt. Jimmy Garoppolo going deep. He's got a receiver, and they're in Indian into Indianapolis territory. That's a tough one to say there. Uh, Indy is still a favorite in the live market at minus four and a half, the total at 43 and a half. And uh, James Salinas and I over the break have decided this is going to be a 23 to 20 final in favor of San Francisco in overtime. Uh, if you want to lay bets on that, uh, go ahead, folks. But uh, that's what we're calling for, James. That's what we're looking at. And now another big play from Garoppolo. I don't know if he, I'm not even sure who he was throwing the football to. There's two receivers in the same vicinity, uh, but it lands down right down. I think San Francisco is driving inside the red zone. I think they're down right around to the, to the, right they're around the, the uh, line. They're employing the Colts theory. Just chuck it up and hope for a PI. Just chuck it up. Throw it short and let the let the referees <laughs> bail you out with the with the hanky on the field, and there it is too. Now we've got it. We're back in business here, looking at that side for the San Francisco side. Brady as Debo Samuel. That was a quick drive, three plays, touchdown, all on the arm of Jimmy Garoppolo. Now they're going to go for two here. Very important two point conversion, you know. And I was looking at this total when it was forty two and a half, and I did thought that was kind of a dead number in this game for whatever reason. I kept seeing twenty three twenty twenty three twenty. That's why I paid the extra 10 cents juice to uh, to bet it under 43 and a half. Well, if they get this two-point conversion, Brady, we're going to be right on pace for that going into the fourth quarter. If they get this here, it'd be tied at 20. Yeah, I hope that was uh, prophetic by you envisioning a 23-20 to 20 final, and uh, I just hope it's in favor of San Francisco. So we'll see if we can root that one home as they line up for a two-point conversion here. Uh, one more game to recap that we have not touched on yet, and this was a pretty decent football game uh, with a couple of bad teams in the Atlanta Falcons and the Miami Dolphins. I thought Tua at times looked okay did throw a really bad interception at one point in the game you and I when we previewed this game on the pro football blitz on Saturday James we talked about Matt Ryan has been improving through for well over 300 yards today and a couple of touchdowns I thought he had his act together certainly coming out of the bye week he and Calvin Ridley hooking up for a touchdown Kyle Pitts looks uh, looked good for Atlanta 
they really kind of had control of this game for a long time. And I was an Atlanta backer, got a bad number. I took two and a half. It was kind of there all week long. And then we saw it tick down, ended up closing at one and a half in favor of the Atlanta Falcons. Even saw some ones out there. Your total was 47 and a half. Ends up going over the total, 30 to 28, your final. But a big scenario there at the end of the game when Atlanta was up by, I want to say, uh, six points or so. Matt Ryan scrambles out of the pocket and uh, tries to make kind of a desperation throw, ends up fumbling the ball, ends up getting it knocked out of his hands, and Miami recovers, goes down the other way, scores, and then Atlanta goes back the other way, kicks a field goal to win by two. And and so very interesting there from a betting perspective. We saw, again, the line at two and a half get down as low as one, and it lands on two, kind of similar to that uh, Bengals-Green Bay Packers game where the books really got killed by that game landing on three because basically nobody lost. You, you know, you either had the, you either had a push or you had it one way or another with that line movement. Kind of similar here with the Dolphins and the Atlanta Falcons. Could have been a tough one on the books with that game falling right in the middle. Could be. Well, they didn't get any of my money. This one I didn't play. I, I, <laughs> you I said you didn't want to watch it, so you weren't going to bet it. <laughs> That's exactly what I said about this game, and and yeah, I mean it turned. I and I watched it. I had the game on. I have all the games on once we start in the morning. But thinking about where Miami was, you mentioned Tua, and you're going to live and die with some of the mistakes. He's a young quarterback, and I know the expectations for quarterbacks now is you don't get much time. You don't get to sit on the sideline with a clipboard and learn from the veteran quarterback in front of you, and we ease you in to being a starting quarterback eventually. It's you're in, you're in now, and the expectation is you got to perform and you got to win, and it starts to day you're gonna take the good and bad with Tua. he had four touchdown passes but then forced some throws i think he had another i think he was picked off twice he had one in the end zone that was a bad read and really just forced throwing sometimes just throw the ball away and live to play another day take the field goal what have you but i was always watching that game in atlantic or miami getting themselves back into it after that turnover that you mentioned with matt ryan I was looking at the Dolphins, and they had all the momentum, and I'm looking at the clock feeling like, okay, yeah, you want to score here. You want to get back in front and and take control of the game and have the lead, but you don't want to score quite so quickly. Burn some time. Burn some clock. And they're going no huddle, and it's hurry, hurry, hurry. And I know they're able to get in there and score the touchdown, but yeah, I think you have to do some clock management there and feel like we don't need to snap the ball. We don't need to be – we can stay up tempo, but that doesn't mean we need to snap the football with, with 25 seconds to go on the play clock. We can keep the same personnel out there. We don't have to huddle. We can make the checks at the line of scrimmage, which they were doing, but they were snapping the ball so quickly. And I, uh, I saw that going. I said, if they score here and they – they leave too much time. Atlanta, the way that Matt Ryan's been throwing the football uh, and really been hooking up with Kyle Pitts. We've seen Kyle Pitts the last couple weeks. He had a his second straight 100-yard receiving game. And this one, he had 163 yards on seven catches, none bigger than that game-winning drive. Perfect throw by Ryan. Put it right in the bucket. But Kyle Pitts, tough matchup. They split him out wide. I think it was a safety that was matching up with him. Had no chance. Perfect throw. And I just think the clock management, you have to think about it at the end of the half as well as the end of the game. And I think Miami was probably just surprised that they had an opportunity to actually win a game. Uh, well, there that went that because they hadn't won since week one in New England. Six straight loss for Miami Dolphins. Where's this team head right now? This is just a that's a wreck of a football team. For a team that had a lot of expectations on the cusp of being a potential a playoff team last year, expectations to compete for a playoff spot this year, falling anywhere but sitting at 0-1 or 1-6 and on the season and 0-3 at home. Well, I'll tell you where they're headed, James, to Buffalo, and that's going to be a rude awakening when they arrive in western New York. Buffalo is off of a loss and then went into a bye week. Of course, they lost last Monday night to the Tennessee Titans, then went into their bye. So uh, there's another game. We're going to absolutely have a double-digit spread in that one, and uh, who knows, I might be betting the Buffalo Bills in that case. Now, the Atlanta Falcons will be hosting the Carolina Panthers, and James, just a guess here, I'm I'm guessing you're not going to bet that game. (laughs) No, I won't be betting that game. I I don't want anything to do with that. It's this, man, just thinking where these teams rolling into the next week. Do you have... do you have anything that you can feel like you can build some confidence with, and that you can? I think you maybe like, can right, if you're Atlanta, can... right? I mean, that, that's a win. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, I mean, they. I think it kind of goes to what you were talking about in our preview. They're showing some signs of of doing some things better. 
Well, and and Brady, we knew that for a new coaching staff, it takes time. So it's just Arthur Smith coming over. All right, well, just how we performed in Tennessee, we're going to pick right up there coming to a new team, a new franchise there with Atlanta, and we'll just be able to continue to, to move the sticks the way that we did. They don't have the personnel, for one, to do that in Atlanta, and it takes some time to start to get, just as the coach coming in, to get to know your personnel. Who do you have? You have Kyle Pitts. He's a rookie. He's a, he's a rookie tight end. Now, obviously, a lot of talent. You're starting to find ways to get him more involved and be more creative. Like talked about that big that big catch he had like 28 yard reception down the sideline well they split him out single coverage wide they put him out they went I think they went empty and they put him out wide I think that's the kind of thing you can start to do with Kyle Pitts start to work him in he doesn't have, he's a tight end in theory only in name only but he's not one that always has to line up just outside the tackle box he can get out there and and put it out wide just like he did today and made the big play so you start to just learn your personnel and that takes time and I think we're starting to, at least from the offensive side for the Atlanta Falcons Matt Ryan third straight big game again throwing for over 300 yards finding his way in the new Arthur Smith offense here. It's just the defensive side that I just don't trust. I'm looking to start trying to back the Falcons as we go forward. All right, James, we are going to pass the baton off to Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans for the opening line show. But before we uh, wrap it up here on the Pro Football Blitz, let's get one more look at the Monday Nighter up in Seattle, the Pacific Northwest, also expecting some weather. Not as bad as we've seen here tonight in Santa Clara, but still some wind and some rain for the Seattle Seahawks hosting the New Orleans. Saints. The Saints are off of a bye. The Seattle Seahawks will be playing their third state, uh, third straight game in prime time. Right now, the New Orleans Saints are a road favorite, minus four, with a total of 42. Yeah, I haven't gotten involved here. I think we're going to have to see. You're going to get two offensive linemen back. Armstead's going to be at left tackle. You should get McCoy back. He missed, he's missed. he been out since week one. Get him back at center. So you get that line back in shape. You get healthy again. I think it's going to be a steady dose of Alvin Kamara on the road because you don't have Taysom Hill to come in. He's out with a concussion to run the football in those packages, nor do you have Deontay Harris. They're really short at the receiver position, but he's an explosive little – he's got speed. He's the big playmaker, short guy. Put it – Put his foot in the ground and go. I think it's going to be an under, but I think it's going to be a steady dose of running the football here. If I'm going to play it, I think I'd be looking at the under 42. All right. Well, let's go under here in Sunday Night Football and go Niners. Thanks to you, Mr. Salinas. You have a great week. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Pro Football Blitz. Next up, the opening line show at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.